action. Yo, yo, what's good, what's good? Back again with the POA podcast. I'm here with St. Gods and Tony, as usual. Today we have a bit of a a bit of a sticky, sticky subject, and I'm sure the mandem are going to agree. So, lads, what I want to ask you today is, is it normal to still remain friends with your ex? Get out, leave. <laughs> I'm going to head out. Oh, man, that's a mad one. I, I don't, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, stay friends for what? And talk about what? Nah, right, so, a- Tony, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So, do you think that it's 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 awkward, or is it just something that 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 shouldn't be done? Shouldn't be done for what? Stay friends for what? Like, if you <laughs> if she's your ex for a reason, it didn't work out. Okay, maybe it didn't work out in a relationship, and you maybe are thinking that it might work out as friends. But really, and truly, in your mind, you're saying that because you you still want to remain, you want that person in your life. But realistically, you're just going to be arguing about the same thing over and over again. You're not going to be able to. You think you can handle seeing that person with someone else? Like, no, 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 no. And some people, that's just toxic. Some people mm-hmm. do it, yeah, for the fact that they just, they still want to want their ex around so that they can be mashing them, you know? Like, they just still keep them as, mm-hmm. let's, let's be friends. Let's be friends. That's what I say, let's be friends. And then five minutes later, oh, you want to you come around mine? Chill for a bit as friends, <laughs> as friends, as friends. Five minutes later, what are they doing? Wait, so you think you think that it's 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 impossible for someone to move on or for for two people to move on if they're still friends that with their ex? It's long. It's possible, but it's long. I think that's just a tactic to keep the person around so that they can mash them until they find someone someone else new. <laughs> That is so. That is mad. God, what, what do you think about this? Do you know what it is? I'm gonna be honest. It depends on what your relationship was. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So if it's someone that's not toxic and wholesome, but do you know what? You can grow. Like this is so cliche. I hate me even saying this. I feel like I'm gonna vomit. But mm-hmm. you can grow apart with someone. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So mm-hmm. like me and you might have liked the same thing especially when you were really younger, like I always look at it like when I was 16, and when I look at the 16-year-old me and what the 16-year-old me likes, even just musically, for example, versus what I like at 28, they are kind of, some of those things are almost bipolar opposites. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like all relationships and end in real turmoil. Some relationships are just mutual. Like you get to a point or at least for my end, I've had relationships that have ended in such a way where I have no real grievance for the person. I just feel like for whatever reason, whether it be career or whether it be me pursuing other parts or aspects of my life or trying to even just find myself because sometimes you lose yourself in a relationship. Um, I feel like if it's that kind of scenario, I find it like it's okay to be friends. And I, I've I've actually been friends with people, like genuinely friends with people that I like now, like I've, me and them have had a situation and now we've like walked away from it and we were in a relationship and now we walked away from it, but we actually cordial. And when we see each other, we laugh about everything. Do you know what I mean? And we're actually quite good friends. So I think it's possible, but do you know what? Yeah. If you got a psycho ex here, yeah, leg it. 
run. Don't entertain it. Like, I've seen, and I'm going to just talk from my experience, I've got female friends here where exes are trying the most to get back in their lives. Like, I'm talking using burner phones, burner email accounts, everything. So you just got to be careful. I, I would honestly be, be honest with you. Like, if your ex is behaving erratically after your relationship, then I don't think it's healthy to begin a friendship. But if you're both kind of mature and you can both handle that pain and anguish that comes from breakups and you can make amends, then cool. But it has to be mutual. It has to be mutual. It can't be one way. 100%. If, if it's one way, that person is just taking you for a mug. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> now, you know what? I also want to say that being friends with your ex, like God's was saying, actually depends on the dynamic of your relationship because you there's there's I feel like there's there's two main types of relationships, right? There's relationships that are built on, like, you know, a strong friendship and, and two people that would just, you know, they just get along and just click off each other. And then there's also relationships that are more built of aesthetics and, and you know, you know lust and, and, and just how someone appears. So I feel like being friends with an ex that you were originally friends with first is a bit less, you know, a bit less detrimental to the situation than, than being friends with an ex where where your relationship was was built on lust because that's when it creates you know that toxic environment where you want that person around only because they look good rather than you know actually wanting them to be around and you know you can't really be friends with someone that your relationship was built on lust because how are you going to move on to the next when you're still you know still stuck in the past so yeah, I definitely think it also depends on, on, on the dynamic of your relationship, like God was saying. 100%. And also, <laughs> what is a friendship? Do you know what I mean? Like, because sometimes people come out of relationships, yeah, and they don't inter- in, like immediately become friends, right? Because you can also be acquaintances with your ex, for example. What I mean by that is you see your ex, you never ring her, you never call her, you never actively pursue her in any way in terms of friendship. But when you see each other, you're cordial, you're actually good. So, like, when people see you, they're like, oh, you two are friends. But that might just be a thing of you two are just mature enough when you see each other to act correct and you don't have any animosity to one another. So I don't, I think it also depends on what you consider friends. You know what I mean? So it's actually quite important to see what I would say, what do you guys consider as a friendship regardless of sex, but, or gender, what do you guys see as a friend and who is a friend or who do you consider to be a friend? I, I think, I think that's, I think that's true. I think that's true. Like, friendship that friendship could be just you guys just be mature enough to be like okay i need to act correct like not just say anything not say anything or do anything that might appear toxic because after after a breakup there's there's a lot of toxic energy around like there's a lot of toxic energy and a lot of toxic words that can easily come out of your mouth or her mouth so in this case even before considering being friends i would say and i would suggest like you guys take a break from each other, not even talk to each other for for a while, a long while, because 
that energy, that toxic energy needs to be like gone. And it's, it's, it, even if it's for like a month or two months or something, you don't need to just stay apart from each other and just do your own thing, find yourself again, heal yourself a little bit before mm-hmm. you can come in, come in together and speaking and saying, okay, because like right then and there, like, especially if it's fresh, there's a lot of insults that can just fly about easily, you know, <laughs> easily. So you gotta, you gotta stay away from her and let stay away from you. Get that toxic feeling, that anger of whatever happened during the relationship in the relationship, go away. Then you can come together and think about, okay, let's, let's be mature. Let's talk. What's the yeah, next step? I feel like, I feel like that's, that's very true as well, because I don't know. I think, it, it it actually does depend on the the definition of friend because it, you can I don't know you I don't know it's it, it's like when it comes to an ex I feel like an ex being an acquaintance is the same thing as an ex being a friend because as long as you're cool with them you're not gonna call them an acquaintance because you know them more like you know them better than that but you can't exactly call them a friend because you're not communicating a lot so there is like a a gray area between what you really call a friend as an ex you know what i mean because i are you do you have to speak to or communicate to someone on a regular basis for them to be a friend of yours and the thing as well it depends it depends as well it depends on how the relationship ends if it's a case where the girl or the guy cheated cheated on someone then there's no way no one's becoming friends after that yeah, there's no yeah, way that, you know is if if it ended in cheating I, I don't know how you can even how they yeah. can even be an exploration of that. That cannot run. That can't run. That cannot okay, run. Okay, I'm going to argue against that, guys. And I'm going to argue, yeah? It's think of it this way. Let's say, hypothetically, you as a guy has cheated. Black men don't cheat, by the way. But... <laughs> but... Okay. <laughs> but if you cheated and you were in the wrong, um, could you foresee... Is if the girl forgave you, for example, would you foresee a chance for you to be friends with the female? For one, I'd I, I'd have cheated on her for a reason. Like maybe I don't like <laughs> oh, her. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Even, I'm not speaking from experience. But if I cheat, if I cheat on someone, it's because I don't like. I don't like them anymore. Innit? Like I don't like them anymore. Like, but friendship is. It's not even going to be friendship. It's going to be like one of them it's friend zone and friend zone is not friendship friend zone is you see the message from someone you replied like two weeks later like friendship is is no there's no friendship after that like it's friend zone skip down friend okay. zone is friend zone is a level below friendship so <laughs> <laughs> word though word if i che- if i cheated on her and we were she for she forgave me and she wanted to be friends it's not going to be a mutual. It's not going to be a mutual thing because she hundred percent. You know what? She hundred percent what? It's a hundred percent. She she's got she's still got feelings and she want to work things out. But if I cheated, I don't I don't want to work anything out. I just want to. Like, mm, but Tony, let me let me throw a curveball at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me put it like this. Do you guys think, right? And I'm just I'm just throwing this in the air. If if you've cheated or someone's cheated in the relationship, right, and then they've been forgiven, yeah, and everything is is kind of cool after that, 
do you think that's a sign that the other person was also cheating? Because personally, if I wasn't cheating on you and I knew that like I've been, you know, faithful to you this whole time and you cheated on me, there's no way I'm gonna be okay with it. But, I, but do you think that if someone's forgiven so easily that it's a sign that you know they were doing the exact same thing, but you just got caught lacking. Well, you better start asking some questions, but <laughs> you better start asking that girl some questions. If she's calm, if she's calm and she's forgiving you, you better start asking those questions. <laughs> nah, but you know what? I'm gonna tell you a weird thing. I've actually have friends of mine that I know for a fact if they found that, yeah, they'd almost they wouldn't do anything. They wouldn't be angry, angry. They would just be like, okay, cool, bye kind of thing do you know what i mean what? What would kind mean? of forgive you would forgive you no because i've got i've got people that because we all exert a traumatic situation in different ways do you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like me and you might have a knee-jerk reaction and we'll be like you know what f you i don't want to talk to you <laughs> i don't want to be around you blah 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 right but this other person could turn around and be like actually you know what cool I, i'm not toxic i'm not going to behave that way and I'm not going to conduct myself in that manner. So mm. it just all depends on your vision and your 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 approach to things. So some people are just, I just know people, that I think that I'd just be too peaceful to respond in a negative way. They'll actually be like, cool, I forgive you, but I'm going to need space before we can actually have a, any kind of meaningful conversation. And I think 100%. that's actually a healthy way to deal with it. I think that's a healthy way of dealing with it is deal with the matter by yourself when you go through a, an emotional point of time and then come back and address it at the point when you are ready to address it. But if the person that's cheated uh, kind of doesn't want to address it in that way, it becomes it's, it can be very toxic. So I would just say deal with it first so no matter what the repercussions are from the other party, you're fine. <laughs> that's true. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> yeah, that's that's... That's very interesting topic of conversation, to be honest with you. And I wonder, also, let's let's end on this, right? Being friends with your ex, I feel like the that statement in itself, like being friends with your ex, is is something that has such a negative stigma. I think that we should try to, you know, encourage that communication after a breakdown of communication you know what i'm saying because just because there was a breakdown of communication and it didn't end well it doesn't mean that you know both parties don't deserve to have clarity and don't deserve to you know understand what went wrong <clears throat> and and like i was saying before if if there's a situation that's happened and you're able to actually talk it out and understand why it's happened rather than just looking at it for the surface you might actually understand yourself better and and kind of understand why you react to things in a certain way and then it'll also help you with your own personal development and and help you with relationships in the future because then you understand yourself and the way you act and and kind of the, the things you do wrong in a relationship and then it'll, it'll you know shape you as a person and allow you to to you know move on into into healthy relationships 100 percent, 100 percent. i agree 100 percent. anyway guys do you have anything to to add to the podcast before we close out um i i just <laughs> i just think um i think for one after a breakup 
There has to be some healing, some mm-hmm. healing, some time apart. 100%. Come, come back, have a meaningful conversation. And I think the whole friendship can, thing, maybe it can, it can work in terms of, okay, you use, that, you, use, you use the initial conversation after that healing process to figure out where things went wrong and to mm-hmm. learn from mistakes sort of thing. And then take it from there. If you want to be friends with that person, be friends with that person. If you want to say, okay, let's see if we can work things out and you work things out. But that healing has got to take place at first because at first you'd have that toxic, that toxic energy, that toxic vibe and you, you want to avoid that, you know? Yep. But yeah, that's, that's, um, and also I would just add like always after a relationship, know what you can handle. Assess what you can handle before you go back into any communication because sometimes you go back and have a conversation and you're not, you cannot handle that and it's only going to cause you more pain. So get your closure, yes, but also don't open up old wounds and don't go too deep again to get to the point where it starts hurting you again. So know what you can handle and then have those, uh, open those communication channels, have that final conversation. If you don't want to proceed into being friends or acquaintances and just make it clear at that point and both parties should leave it at that, at that point, but it's a consensual thing and everybody needs to have that kind of both sides say, okay, we're mutual. We both agree. This is the way to go forward. I'm okay to be friends. I'm okay to be friends. And then you be friends. If it's like one says, no, I don't, I, I don't want to be friends. And you've got to just take that on the chin as well. So I would say we've got to respect each other's wishes at that point. But at the same time, like I said, know what you can handle at that point. Know yourself first. 100%. 100%. Well, yeah, this has been POA podcast again. It's been Chico, Tony, St. Gods, wishing you all a good day, good night, whatever time you're listening to this. Stay blessed. Catch you later.